0: Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to make a first decision. If you're feeling stuck ruminating on lots of interconnected choices, this one step can help you escape from spinning your wheels. We've all been in the position where we have lots of decisions to make, But we can't seem to get anywhere because the options all depend on each other. I know so many college seniors feel this way heading into spring. They need to make decisions about what jobs or advanced degrees to pursue, where to live, how to navigate romantic relationships. But much like navigating a maze, each decision is influenced by the outcomes of all the others. A lot of expectant parents feel overwhelmed by interconnected choices, too. Do we move to shorten our commute so we have more time with the baby? But housing is more expensive, closer to our job, so then we'd wind up in a smaller place, and then what do we do if we decide to have a second baby and need more room? This can happen on much more mundane scales, too. We've all had dining companions who get absorbed navigating the menu to make sure that they love their choices of appetizer, entree, and wine, and that they all fit together. Sadly, analysis paralysis can ensue. So how do you get unstuck? Well, to be sure, you can outline what choices you need to make and gather information on factors influencing your decisions about each. You can set aside time to journal or to talk with a sympathetic friend. If you're making the decision with someone else, you can set aside plenty of time for mutual reflection. But then, eventually, it's time to make the first decision. And indeed, I'd suggest simply committing to do that. Make a first decision. Take one chunk of your decision tree that you feel strongly about, go with that, and then let the other pieces fall into place. There are never perfect choices, but deliberating too long can cut off choices, and sometimes means decisions are made for us. And while choosing by not choosing can be a choice, you want to make sure you're making that choice on purpose. So maybe our college senior prioritizes going to the top law school she gets into she decides she'll figure out her housing situation and whether to attempt a long-distance relationship after that. Maybe a family navigating a dual job search decides that once one partner gets a great job offer, they'll put their house on the market and the other partner will start looking for jobs only in the area where the first partner got their offer. Your dinner companion could decide that he knows he'll enjoy the salmon and he builds the rest of his menu around that. Oftentimes, once we've made that first decision, other decisions seem a lot easier, and this saves time and energy. I'm certainly trying to remind myself of this upside. Long-time listeners may remember the whole saga of my housing situation, as I try to figure out the best option for my growing family. We welcomed our fifth child in late December, and while the little guy is small now, he won't be small forever, and so we've been weighing our options. We've considered moving to a new house, finishing the basement or the attic in our current house to add bedrooms, or just squeezing kids into existing bedrooms and kicking the question down the road. We went to several open houses and spent some time imagining different scenarios. Each option seemed to bring with it a host of new questions related to cost, timing, and logistics. If we renovate, can we live with the hassle of a renovation plus a newborn? If we buy a bigger house, it would require some fixing, too, and so we'd probably keep living in our current one for a while. But how long would we be willing to be a two-house family? When would we need to put our existing house on the market? Should we meet with builders about doing a new construction project? Eventually, though, we just made a first decision. We decided to have plans drawn up for renovating our current house. With plans in hand, we can decide whether or not that's the way to go. In the meantime, the kids are sharing rooms. With the first decision made, there's a reasonable amount of peace. Well, as much peace as there can be in a household with five children, including a newborn. Have you experienced analysis paralysis when faced with lots of interconnected decisions? How did you get unstuck? You can let me know at BeforeBreakfastPodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening, and here's to making the most of our time.